ready to create the impactful and profitable business you've been dreaming of? It's all possible. We've done it ourselves after leaving careers in law and clinical practice. Like many other professional women, we wanted the freedom and flexibility to live life on our own terms, and we felt the pull to be more present to our growing families. But we still felt drawn to contribute, to build, and to create. For us, that looked like founding software companies, but for you, that may look different. Our mission is to help other ambitious women build and grow businesses on the internet. Starting up online can be overwhelming and isolating, but it doesn't need to be. Join us for honest conversations about what it really means to grow an online business that aligns with your values and adds something meaningful to the world. I'm Sandy Connery. And I'm Jenny Barcelos. And this is the Soulful MBA Podcast. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible you can get a 30-day free trial over at audibletrial.com slash soulfulmba. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash soulfulmba for your free audiobook. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Soulful MBA podcast, episode 85, Holidays. I'm Jenny Barcelos, and I'm joined with my co-host, Sandy Connery. Hey, Sandy. Hello, Jenny. I could use a holiday. (laughs) Me too. It's just us today. Yeah, it's funny. It's kind of fun. It's been, um, speaking of holidays, it has been very apparently summer holidays around here because it's taken us, it is now one thirteen in the afternoon. It's taken us until now to be able to sit down, quiet our household so that we can actually record because people are home, doorbells are ringing. It's crazy. Dogs are barking. Mm-hmm. There's a lot going on. Yeah. And if you hear construction equipment, that's going on outside as well. So Lots of fun stuff. Well, so we wanted to have this episode to talk a little bit about the reasons why we love vacation and also to talk about the differences between our two countries with respect to holidays and vacation time. And there are some pretty big differences that we experience personally and culturally between just the U.S. and Canada, let alone Europe, about these kinds of issues. So we wanted to hash that out a little bit here, talk about why entrepreneurship in many ways is an ideal opportunity to escape some of the problems that plague Americans around vacation time and to talk about some of our own personal favorite experiences with holidays and trips and vacations. So it's kind of a mixed bag today, but I think it's going to be a fun conversation. Yeah. So I would like to start by saying that I did not realize that taking holidays was not something that Americans did. I thought that everyone took holidays. And you said to me one time, Sandy, you're the only person I've ever heard say, I'm taking holidays or I'm going on holiday. I'm like, what? What are you talking about? Everybody goes on holidays. Everyone plans a summer vacation. And you said, no, no, they don't. Not, not in my country. They don't. I mean, people take vacation days here or there. And that's really the vast majority of people that I know will take a couple of vacation days around a holiday, say the 4th of July, a lot of people will have that off from work. And so they might take a day before or a day after, make it a longer weekend, you know, maybe go to Disneyland for a couple of days or go camping for a couple of days or whatever you're into. But I don't know people that take like three weeks off in the summer like you do. You take these like long vacations. And it's just been one of the most fascinating things, Sandy. Whenever you tell me you're doing this, I'm always like shocked that first of all, like to do it one time, but then to do it every summer, I'm always like, what? Like I'm just it's so abnormal to me to consider that. And you said that the first when we first met and the first year I took holidays, you were like, you're going off 
line for that long or you're, you know, you're stopping work and taking an actual holiday. And I was like, yeah, are you not? And then I thought it was just you that didn't vacation. And then over the years, there's a pattern of I go away for a month or so and you don't. And I just thought it was you. And then you said, you know, nobody does that. And I don't understand that. Like in Canada right now at this time of year, people, when you meet someone on the street, you would say, so what are you, where are you going on vacation? Like, what are you doing this summer? And most people, they'll always have a plan. Like I'm doing this this summer. And sometimes it doesn't mean traveling, but it's like, you do have time off and maybe you're choosing to to stick around your own city and explore your own, you know, neighborhoods or in here in Calgary, you'd be going out to the mountains a lot. But it's like, it reminds me, Jenny, of our friend Lee, who lives in Memphis. And um, my son and I visited last year, maybe two years ago. And she was said to me, like, what church do y'all go to? And I was like, what? Why would you ask me what church? Like, you don't talk about religion. And she sort of saw my face and I was like, we don't go to church and we don't really talk about religion. And she said, that is like when you meet someone on the street, and you know this because you live down in the South, that that's like, a point of conversation. And it is not up here what the point of conversation if you meet someone is like, what are you doing this summer? You know, what are you doing for holidays? Yeah, well, I live in neither of these places. And so none of this is relevant to me. I mean, I'm fascinated by this because I have one of my best friends moved to Europe six years ago or so. And she's married to to someone who's European and now has established a life there. And when I hear about her life and just her maternity leave and the the kinds of breaks that she gets paid from her job, I'm always fascinated. And and then I think that's a little bit ideal for any anyone that's even better than Canada, I think. Like she takes like six weeks off or something a year. And then her, I don't know, her maternity leave was like at least four months paid, maybe longer. It's just, oh, it's, I think it's, it's longer. I think it's longer. I think she took Canada's like a ten, year. 10 months. Oh my God. Okay. So we don't even get into this no, family no. leave stuff today. However, it's an important conversation. But I think that these holiday questions are really important as we're entering into summertime. And it really affects our business because we're co-founders of a company together. The the way that you practice your life and the way that I do are quite differently. Like, right. I remember like, I'll take a few days and you're like, Jenny, just stay offline. I was like, no, I can't be offline. I have a company to run. Like we run a company and it's just such a different ethic. And it makes me think about just this whole idea of this Protestant work ethic that I feel like is culturally ingrained in America that you know, you you work hard and that's sort of the meaning of life is to work really hard. And, and I think that there is this sense of manifest destiny and westward ho and we're pioneers. And it's this like sense of you're going to work really, really hard and you're going to build something amazing. And it's, it's just culturally sort of the undertone of our, of my country. And I think that has been reflected in the laws that we've passed around labor standards and what's allowed and what isn't allowed, and then also just what's accepted and not accepted. So in the United States, employers are not forced to offer paid vacation. I mean, that's all voluntary in the United States. And I don't know if, if you all in Canada, I didn't take the time to look up Canadian law, which I should have. I got it for you. <laughs> you I got, got it, it for you. Like mm-hmm. you all, are your employers forced to offer yeah. paid time off? Wow. So, yeah, so that's a course. big difference, right? So if, for a lot of Americans that like, especially low wage workers, that's, they have to miss a paycheck when they go on vacation. So that's no, no, one no, no, reason no. that people don't, don't take long vacations. I don't understand any of this, Jenny. So well, I think my confusion is that they, the Europeans and the Scandinavian countries are so far ahead of us in the number of paid holidays that are 
uh, required, meaning Canadians are so far ahead of the Canadians. So I thought that the US and Canada were much more closely matched in that regard. So for example, France is 30 days off, the UK is 28, and all of the Scandinavian countries are 25 days off. And in Canada, it is 14 days off. So we are so far behind the Europeans, but yet so far ahead of the Americans in that regard. But I want to be be clear, when we say paid vacation, so you do not as a employee in, well, I'm talking about Alberta, but it's very similar across all provinces. It's not like the company pays for you. There's 4% of your paycheck that is held back in basically in an account for you so that when you, after one year, you are allowed to have paid vacation. So you are paid out of that sort of accrued account that your employer was holding for you. So if you work um, from one to five years, you get two weeks paid vacation and then over five years, you get three weeks. And then your employer can do you know, more um, than that if that's the agreement. And many people will get work in like four weeks of paid vacation, right? So it's not like the employer is literally paying you to go on vacation. It is your money. It's just held. And when I was had my store in my clinics, the problem that I ran into is that if somebody started work in, say, January, and they want to go, like everyone does, on holidays in July and August, there wasn't enough money in their little account for them to go on paid vacation. So we would allow them to take whatever it equaled, like one or two days paid, and the rest would go unpaid. But I would never say you can't go on vacation because I don't, you know, you haven't accrued enough paid vacation time. I would never, ever, ever say that to anybody. Like you can't go on vacation. You go on vacation. Everyone plans their vacation July and August when the kids are off. And I I just couldn't, could never say no to a vacation. So that's why, you know, when you're like, your husband will be working on a stat holiday. I'm like, why is he working? Why do you mean? Why are you guys working on a stat like on Labor Day or like a holiday? Because that's another difference is we have statutory holidays that you have to be paid. Even if you started on Sunday and the stat holiday is Monday, your employer has to pay you for that Monday stat holiday. Okay. So just to be clear, a lot of those days for professional employees are technically paid days off. A lot of it's, it's up to the company's discretion. But a lot of them are paid time off, but many people, many workers don't actually use their vacation time. So there are this class of kind of low-wage workers that don't get paid vacation time. But then there's this whole other segment of American society where they do have paid vacation, often more than two weeks, two weeks, three weeks. That's pretty standard to have a professional job and to to earn or accrue two to three weeks of paid vacation time a year. However, 54% of Americans don't take all their paid vacation time. And so I started looking into the research around this because I have a husband that is exactly what you're saying. I mean, we haven't taken a proper vacation. I don't know. I mean, ever. <laughs> Let's I know, just say it stresses ever. me out. It's I don't... so stressful. And and here's why. So in for him, it's the exact same reason that I that I think is culturally true across my country, and it's based on fear. So I started looking in like Glassdoor and some other sites, and 
associations have done studies on why Americans don't take their paid vacation time. Often this paid vacation does not roll over to the next year. So if you don't take it, it's lost, which angers me as the spouse of someone that never takes their paid vacation. Like you're essentially losing the time. So it's because of... So, in, in so the, why not take it then? Well, why because there's it? fear of losing your job. That's the bottom line. So US companies, for the most part, have employment at will policies, meaning that employees can be fired for any reason or no reason at all, unless they're in a union or they have a collective bargaining contract or there are a few exceptions to this. But for most corporate private sector employees, it's employment at will. So even though you're granted this number of days off when you're hired, it's sort of like, yeah, but if you take it, we might fire you. I mean, my oh husband my is my husband is in the position where now a lot of companies are trying to follow what startups have done and they say you have unlimited time off and use it with within reason, but you have to get permission. And so now it's quote unquote unlimited time off, but you'll never be granted access. You'll never be granted permission. <laughs> or you're too afraid to ask because you're afraid you'll lose your job. And so this is, I mean, I was looking at, there's someone named John Schmidt, who is a research director for the Washington Center for Equitable Growth, which is a think tank in Washington, D.C. And he's basically said, we have almost no job security in the U.S., no legal requirement for severance pay. And with very few exceptions, um, employees can be laid off without notice. So there, it's it's not just about like, oh, my employer doesn't give me time off. It's You often do get time off and you're terrified of losing your job so you don't take it. And to me, that's a really fear based society to live in. I mean, it's really troubling. And and I just will also add just to like sort of put this out there that when my daughter was born, um, my husband took five days off and that's it. And he was afraid of losing his job. And so he went back to work after five days. And yeah, he could have taken more vacation days. He could have taken more paid days than that. And he was afraid of losing his job. And we have paternity leave up here, which <laughs> you do not have either, right? Wow. Yeah, that's interesting. That is just so, it's completely opposite. There is like, if you don't, like my husband, it, you have to kind of talk him into taking holidays. And his work is like, go, just go to France, just go, like, we'll be fine. You know, like they're talking him into, it's the opposite. Like the staff and the uh, his partners are like, please take this time off. We all need it. One of his partners goes to a small island in the middle of a lake in Ontario for two months. And he works from there, but he is like, you know, minimal work, but he's on an island and it's his family's island that he's, that they've owned for generations. And that is the ideal to me. Like that's just, I can't quite wrap my head around the fear. Like you could be fired if you do take vacation. Yeah. And without severance. Right. And so I think Here's the issue is we do have in the United States, you know, there's labor law so you and you can qualify for unemployment insurance if you're laid off. But if you take vacation time without permission, I mean, you can just be fired. Well, you can just be fired for no reason. Right. But so I'm mean, not going to get into labor law, but th- that's grounds for for potentially not receiving unemployment benefits either. So then you're just you're cut off like you just lose your job. And I think that's a real fear. There's economic insecurity. Um, everywhere in my country and especially, you know, with people, I feel like in, in my generation and I don't know, I, there are companies that are doing things differently. There are a lot of innovative 
often startup companies that are offering really wonderful benefits like what you see in Canada or in Europe even, but that's not the mainstream. And I will say, I I mean, before I became an entrepreneur, I, I worked, my employer was a university. It was a public university. It was a government job. It was a state job. And I, I sure as heck took my vacation time and I never felt afraid of anything, right? I mean, not around that. So it's not everybody in this country, but it certainly is a major class of, of workers, especially big people who work at big companies. And it's just my experience and, and the experience of the people that I know. And it's kind of depressing. So, you know, we wanted to have this podcast to talk about holidays, but also just to we want to compare the kinds of holidays that you and I take because of the situations that we're in. This podcast is brought to you by the Namastream software platform. Namastream is an easy-to-use platform that helps you build and sell your own courses, memberships, and live stream programs. Go from idea to open for business in just minutes. You can learn more at namastream.com. Yeah, like when I was a kid, Jenny, every summer we'd go away for a month. We would travel Canada in the back of a camper and truck and we would we've gone all over from coast to coast and we would spend a month on the road camping, traveling, experiencing all the different cultures and language across Canada. So not your childhood, huh? <laughs> Decidedly not. I think that's why I had a travel bug. You know, when I became a teenager and I traveled a ton, I probably within five years went to like 35 countries as soon as I could get a passport into my hands because I had never gotten to do that. So, yeah, I mean, I think it's just a different experience. And I certainly wish that my country <laughs> didn't sort of have this fear mongering going on around job insecurity. And, you know, even as an entrepreneur, though, I think that this sort of work ethic and the cultural ethic of work translates to me, right? Like, I don't even think of not looking at my computer. Like there's days where I'm like, oh, Sandy, I'm going to have to pretty much be off today or tomorrow, whatever, because my daughter's home, whatever. And it would never dawn on me to not be working. Like I'm the second she goes to bed or whatever, I'm on work. I just, it doesn't even cross my mind to want to not work because I, I think because of this culture. Right. And I thought that was just you. Like, I mean, and part of it, I think, part is of, you. Part, well, yeah, I know a lot of people that work harder than me. So <laughs> I don't think it's just me. I really don't. I have a, like my my circle of people. I would say I'm like middle or mild. I, that's how I would position myself as a worker because I also enjoy myself and also have hobbies. And I think I know a lot of people that work really hard. So what we wanted to talk about some of our most favorite vacations and time away. So what was is your best holiday, even though it may not have been for a full month away, but what is the best holiday you've ever taken? You know, I'm going to surprise you with this because I don't know how to explain this to you in a way that's going to make sense, Sandy, other than to say, like, I don't actually do that. Almost everything that I'm going to, that I could use as an example is work related. So I can think of my best trips and my best experiences with traveling. And almost every single example of that is because of my work. And I was really racking my brain to think of, you know, other than when I was in college, maybe on vacation, but even then it would be like turned into a research project, right? Like I did an amazing trip the one that I wanted to talk about the most was during the summer in between, like during graduate school, um, during one of my summers before law school and during graduate school, I got a grant to study the environmental impact of 
the military standoff between India and Pakistan. So to go into Kashmir and study the environmental and public health impact on the land and the people and sort of the biodiversity of that region. And to me, like, that's my most memorable holiday. But it wasn't a holiday. I was working. <laughs> and so I'm like, I'm, you know, walking around at the tape recorder and like re- interviewing people and doing research and going on Jeeps to like far off lo- like lakes where the military had outposts. And like, that's actually what I, I can't imagine. Like, I don't have this experience of you like relaxing. Haven't you ever just gone to Mexico for an all inclusive for 10 days? <laughs> like that's what we do. You know, get this too snowy up here and cold, you go to Mexico for 10 days, all inclusive, cheap, cheap. No. <sighs> We've got some work to do. We've got some work to do that on you exist. and my, Yeah. My like I really think, you know, maybe there are not a lot of these like cross-cultural friendships and business relationships like we have. Cause to me, what I my life is nor I mean, it's not normal to go to Kashmir, but it's normal to sort of like, yeah, I've taken a quick you know, after we went through our startup accelerator, we had had some health issues in my family as well during that same time. And so my husband and I took our daughter to Disneyland. Right, you went for to Disneyland. Two How days, American. Two days. <laughs> <laughs> so that's like, that wasn't work. <laughs> that's the best I got for you. All right. So we need to change this, Jenny. I'm not okay that you don't have a day off and that you willingly take a day off. And it's not because of some like you know, thing happening in your life or someone has a health issue or your daughter's homesick. Like, I think we should, you should take a holiday. But don't you want to? Sure. Do when, you, or do you think it's when, not? When all of these ducks are in a row. <laughs> yeah. See, that's the problem right there. Sometimes mm-hmm. you just got to shut it down and walk away and then you're so much better for it. I'm going to France for three weeks. I know. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about your trip. So three weeks traveling all over France with my family. And uh, my son is in French immersion. So he's super excited to speak the language, of course. And it's interesting. I am nervous about going with regards to work and letting things go. And I have, um, I'm going to be taking, it was a big decision. Do I take my laptop? Do I not take my laptop? If I had my old life where I was the in my previous life with the store and the clinics, I would absolutely probably take an iPad and that's it. I would not even consider taking my laptop because I have partners who would just fill in for me and every one of my staff would encourage me to be offline for three weeks. So this is different when I have two software companies. Um, I feel like you still need to be available. I don't think you can check out 100%, but I would like to kind of do a you know morning and evening, just check things and make sure everything, there's no disasters awaiting. But other than that, I really want to just kind of chill. And you and I have decided as a company that August is is forevermore. August is going to be basically off. It can never be 100% off, but we're not going to be, you know, there's not going to have any webinars. We're not going to worry about social media. We're not going to be writing blog posts or newsletters for the month of August. August is minimal, minimal working time. And I think maybe that's our first step with you to get you to take some holidays, but it's mostly because I'm leaving. (laughs) So we had to do this. Right? Yeah, yeah, I I think it's lovely the way one chooses to live one's life <laughs> outside of my country. And and I think there are Americans that, that some Americans that take vacations. To be honest though, like I don't know anyone where at least one partner or one spouse or one person in the family is not like sort of working all the time. Like I just don't see that. It's like my friends that I know that go on vacation, like one of them will be like still having to be making work calls or, you know, in 
part of it is, I mean, Seth Godin has a story, which we may have talked about on the podcast that he's shared before where, you know, he he was like somewhere in the Caribbean or somewhere lovely and tropical, like sitting in a hotel and working and two women walked by and said, like, isn't that so sad that that person has to work here? They're probably Canadian. Probably. And he said, isn't it sad? I mean, he said like rhetorically or later or whatever, isn't it sad that you have a life that you have to take a vacation from, right? Like that's the other side of it is that... You know, the truth is you're talking about this uh, this business partner of your husband who goes to this island for two months. And like, I made my life about that, right? I live that life. So, you know, I don't, I live on it. I live that life. I mean, granted, I don't get to like go kayaking and hiking and doing the stuff as much as I would if I were thinking about being on vacation all the time. But I, I like choose to sort of live my life in a way that feels like something I don't have to take a vacation from. And it's not to say like, I know that there's value in being offline and being totally present to a new experience and like sitting around on a beach and reading novels. Like, you know, I've had those experiences in like a day at a time, (laughs) you know, like a couple, a day or two. It's like a weekend. I definitely have had like weekends where, you know, fly to Miami and go hang out on the beach with a friend and rent a lawn chair and lay there and read novels. It's not like I've never done that, but I wouldn't do it for like three weeks or even one week. It would be like two, three days. And that's just what is normal to me. Yeah, I don't think that a Canadians go on holidays to leave there. Like their their work and their life is so horrible that they need to vacation from it. It is just part of life and enjoying life is to go and experience nature or different culture or, you know, meet different people or however you want a vacation. So I understand what Seth's saying, but I don't think that's why people vacation. I know that's not why people vacation here. Sometimes those trips to Mexico are that like, oh my God, I have to get out of here and take a break. But I think the summer vacations are just what you do for, with your family and for, yeah. you know, you wonderful know, time it. together and family time and memories and... Learning, you know, learning I, the country. I totally get it and I admire it. And I just, I'm not there yet, but I'd like to be there. Like I notice on in my community, in my island this summer, we basically swell from like 5,000 people that live here to 20, 25,000 in the summer because we have so many visitors and tourists. And so that's why I feel like I live in a vacation because I live in a vacation destination. And I see these Canadians come, like I can tell by the license <laughs> plates and they sort of they sort of come in and they have these like teardrop trailers and they oh, yeah. they like are touring around for a few weeks or a few months and like just living this to me it's so exotic like that's more exotic than like me going to Kashmir to interview villagers right like it's just like what you have this cool wooden little camper and you're touring around and you're like you have nothing you really have to do and to me that is like that's my my dream of a vacation is something that is so low-key and so like just out being outside and I just like hunger for for the time when I can you know live like a Canadian for a couple of weeks I guess I'm a little jealous and even all these like T- trailers are even made in Can- I start researching like what is that and oh, then the teardrop yeah oh yeah is that Cana- that's Canadian oh, it's totally Canadian oh, oh my gosh yeah they're all made in Canada are they of course they are Americans what is oh, American gonna do with that I don't know I don't know <laughs> take it on their one day vacation 
No, there. I think people like so culturally. I will just say like I feel like in my country, people live for the weekend. It's definitely like you work really hard and then you take the weekend off and you party or whatever, have a different life on the weekend. That's typical. That's not my life. And then you also, you know, you live for your like one week of vacation a year and then you also live for retirement. Like there's a lot of emphasis on when you retire, then you're going to get like an RV or you're going to go on cruises and like that's what you're going to do when you retire. And that also doesn't appeal to me at all. Like I don't want to wait for anything. I don't. I had two parents that passed away really young. So I don't trust that that's like ever going to come. Like you can't count on that. Right. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. so to me, like that's why you should take vacation now. Yeah, sure. Well, yeah, yeah, there's no waiting. There's no waiting. I don't. Ducks in a row, Sandy. Ducks in a row. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's move into joy and hustle. And first, I would just love to hear from our American listeners. Do you guys take vacation? Like, I still think Jenny's a little bit wrong and that she's talking too personally. And she's like, nope, this is my country. I can see it in her eyes the way she's looking at me. But I would love to know, like, is that just the way it is that it's a couple days around a weekend? Or do you plan big vacations? Canadians, I know what you do. No Americans take three weeks off every year. None. Let's see. Let's see. (laughs) Please prove me wrong, Americans. (laughs) Jenny, what's the joy for this week? Oh, the joy is daily harvest. So given that it's summer in the Northern Hemisphere, and for those of us in the United States, we have all sorts of startup and package deliveries available to our door. I'm sorry, this I think this this service only right now is in the US. It is. It is. But I believe it's in most zip codes now. And it's daily harvest and you can get three free smoothies if you go to soulfulmbapodcast.com slash dailyharvest. We just wanted to offer you three free smoothies. And if you do that, I will also get three free smoothies. So there's a disclaimer there. <laughs> just a, and I get nothing, but three weeks holiday. <laughs> but you get the better end of the deal, Sandy. But yeah, so anyway, so I started getting Daily Harvest boxes a couple of months ago after hearing a lot of rave reviews about it. And it feels a little bit like the laziest thing ever. If you don't know what Daily Harvest is, it's basically like a giant box that comes in dry ice with like, I don't know, I get like 30 or something prepackaged frozen smoothies where you just add water or coconut water or almond milk or something to the into the cup and then pour it into your Vitamix and blend and then pour it back into this cup and put a little straw in. And it's like really, really convenient, <laughs> like too convenient. And it's it's kind of expensive. But to me, it's like a really lovely indulgence where I don't have a lot of time in the summer now that I have a second business that's that's working at a farmer's market every weekend and making physical products and making stuff all the time. Like I don't have time to make sure I have all of the ingredients for smoothies and that they're fresh and that I can go to the farm stand every other day. So I get my frozen box delivery of Daily Harvest and I can have a delicious smoothie whenever I want in like one minute. And I, I really like the convenience of it. And I yeah. know you think it's really totally lazy. Jealous. No, I don't think it's lazy. I think that's smart. I mean, it's better than me making popcorn and having coffee for lunch. That's what I usually do. So I, think yeah. would, well, I would love it. Same. I would yeah. love it. Yeah, you would love it. It's, <laughs> it's really, really nice. So yeah, so try it out if you're interested at all. You can, again, go to soulfulmbapodcast.com slash dailyharvest. And the hustle this week is uh, a product I just purchased 
in purchase in anticipation of my trip to France. And that is I am not taking my laptop, as I said, but I am taking my iPad and I need to have a keyboard for that iPad. So I just bought the Logitech Slim Folio. And it's a case for the iPad and it sort of props the iPad up and has a full keyboard. It is really durable and thin. I like it. And the keyboard is like basically full size. It's not tiny and wee. It has a magnetic piece strip that holds the iPad in place. So it's really strong. And I love it. And I am going to be able to do all my work that I need to do easily and quickly in France as long as I can get Wi-Fi somewhere. All right, folks, there you have it. That's our take on holidays. I hope that we can re-record this episode for next year and have it be a totally different conversation, Sandy. Yes, yes. Sounds great. Thanks, Jenny. All right, we will see you on Monday for another episode. Thanks, folks. Bye. Ready to go from, I really want to build an online business, but don't know where to start to, wow, I've just sold my first digital product. That's exactly what we're going to help you do during our free Become an Online Teacher course. We've created a simple five-day email-based course to teach you everything you need to get started as an online teacher. By the end of the week, you'll have a digital product that's mapped out, priced, and ready to offer your community. Head over to soulful.mba slash teacher to sign up. It's totally free.